was funny mm-hmm. about what you said, like, you know, seeing that woman and uh, being like, wow, she's like, she got something good going for her. But do you ever, like, think about the fact that, like, someone's looking at you that way? Yeah. It, it's crazy to it's think weird. about. But it's like, you are that to other people. Whether it's not just looks, but, like, you know, career. They're, they want to do what you do. Or they want to live where you live. Like, so many times people have said stuff like, I can't believe you get to do New York City. It's like, I know. You know what I mean? So... As much as, as it is to like glorify someone else's life, it's weird to think that other people are doing that for you. Which is a great point to make, honestly. Yeah, but I just thought that was interesting because it's like, yeah, we're we're so programmed to always do that, you know, and like always downplay ourselves and always idolize someone else. Mm-hmm. But you just you, it, I think social media is so weird too because it's an entire place of people, um giving highlight reels of the best moments. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, like, even you did this recently where some people are actually pretty real on there and will show you the opposite side of the spectrum. <laughs> yeah. And it's it's more powerful, I think, sometimes than people think because when you see that as someone who consumes content, you're just like, oh, shit, that's right. We're all just actual humans at the end of the day. We're all fucked. We're all <laughs> trying yeah. to figure it out. It's good to have those moments of realization and there's not actually that many people that do it yet, but hopefully, you know, people will lean into that. Yeah. I think, are we recording already? I mean, I have everything great. rolling, but I didn't, I didn't I mean, start I the show. Was great. I just... <laughs> Welcome to Sad in the City with Taylor Tomlinson. Brianna just dropping some nuggets of wisdom, providing some much needed perspective. <laughs> Because for this episode, I do want to talk about something that I think is really interesting and honestly really cringy and also really helpful. Like so many things I've learned about on TikTok. Um, This is like such a Gen Z thing, by the way, because when I brought it up to you, Brianna, you did not know what I was talking about, right? Mm -mm. This whole idea of like the main character syndrome is what people call it. Mm hmm. And by people, I mean this article I pulled up. I did find an article. It's not just videos. Okay. (laughs) Social media users are now even claiming to be inflicted with what they call main character syndrome. Not an actual medical term. They wrote in parentheses. With symptoms being that a person's every action fits into a narrative as if it were scripted. So this is from an article in The Guardian called hashtag main character. Pandemic brings TikTok self-parody. To the foyer. Yeah, it's like, love it. it's very much a social media, more specifically TikTok thing. I had not heard of this before I was on TikTok. I don't know. It seems like it's pretty recent. I mean, this article was written in April mm. of 2021. Um, there are all of these videos on TikTok. And I thought it was a joke at first. And it is. <laughs> but it's also it's also serious. It's like everything all at once. That's what I like about Gen Z. They are so good at like being sincere about something and also making fun of themselves for it <laughs> at the same time. I don't know how they do both, but they do. It's incredible. So I've seen videos making fun of this where people are like, you're the main character going back to your hometown pretending you graduated college when really you fucked up like stuff like that where it's like making fun of the idea that you would be pretending (laughs) 
you're this protagonist walking around, even though your life sucks. And then I've seen people who are participating in these trends earnestly with all of these sounds on TikTok that are like a, a voiceover of some girl in her 20s being like, you have to start romanticizing your own life. We'll play it. Uh, yeah. So it's not just my terrible <laughs> impression. <laughs> but I, I'm making fun of it because I genuinely watch these. When I knew that I was going to be spending a lot of time in New York, I went on TikTok and I looked up the New York City hashtag. And I watched like every video I could of people with recommendations, uh, with funny videos about living here, romanticized videos about living here, um, just like anything I could find that would help me get excited about being here. And I'll do this even now going on the road. If I want to go somewhere on the road, whether it's a museum or a coffee shop or a hotel, I'll look up hotels because sometimes people do hotel reviews on TikTok. And it's just like, it's really helpful, honestly. It really puts you in it. But I saw a lot of these videos that started popping up on my feed, probably just because I was watching so many basic, basic bitch videos of, of 20 something yes. white women in a city like posting their camera roll of videos in one second increments yes. with a voiceover over it but it started just showing me more and more of them and look if you are in a new city and you're really sad this is the only way to live until you have friends it's the only way if you're pursuing a dream and it's not going well yet, this is the only way to live. You have to see yourself <laughs> as the main character because if you don't, you will lose it. <laughs> okay? I'm going to tell you what this TikTok sound won't. You won't make it unless you are like looking at yourself through a camera. Like it's it's so crazy and it sounds so narcissistic. It is a coping mechanism. It's something we all did more naturally when we were kids, I think. I mean, I did. Didn't you do that when you were a kid? So much. And it wasn't so much. like YouTube was a thing when I yeah. was growing up. You know what I mean? I remember, tell me if you ever did this, this old nugget, but me and my friend used to be like, let's act like our favorite, like our crushes are watching us right now. This is exactly what I'm talking about. This is a perfect example, Brianna. Yes. Yes. And so then we would frolic in the pool. We were like 15, 16, yeah. and we thought we were hot shit. If anybody else just took a gander, looked like two crazy chicks, just be like, oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. no. Oh, like we were like trying our best angles and stuff. It was like nobody's watching you. But it was just a thing we did. Me and my best friend would be like, let's pretend they're watching us right now. It's you have so little control when you're a child and it's the time you feel like you weirdly have a lot of control. You're like the world's at my fingertips. Yeah. Things are going to get better. <laughs> you know, there's just so much life ahead of you. Yeah. Class feels so long. You're like, death is so far away. <laughs> I tried to change my name in high school, I think, 
very briefly. But I hated my name. I hated Taylor. I thought it was like so basic. Every every Taylor I knew looked like she should be at the top of a cheerleading pyramid. Like it just wasn't who I was. My hair is not naturally blonde, you guys. I would like to dye it darker. It just doesn't look right on me. But I've tried, okay? But I do have naturally brown hair. And I remember at one point I told my best friend, I was like, we should just change my name to like, I'd rather be named Georgia. It's my grandma's name. It's not like that far off. And they almost, my parents almost named me that or they considered it for a minute. And I really wish they had. (laughs) Um, But like for a second, we were like, we could just start calling you that. Like, I think she wrote me a few notes (laughs) that said like, dear Georgia, like we really tried and you just can't do that. But that's another like such a cringy main character move it's why like ya novels that's what i wanted to do when i was a teenager i wanted to write ya novels for a living i didn't want to do this because i didn't know you could do this i didn't want to i didn't want to speak at someone in a room (laughs) who was only kind of happy to be here stop covering up your laughs brianna (laughs) (laughs) speaking at you (laughs) but i really i didn't know you could be a comedian i didn't know that was a job and I, I wanted to write young adult novels because they meant so much to me when I was a kid. And it was like my way of escaping and coping with everything that I was dealing with. And uh, looking back, I'm like, oh, that's how I like got through middle school is just imagining mm-hmm. yourself in a movie in your head that nobody else was, could see. But it like gave you some like leg up on everyone else in your life who was whatever bullying you or not liking you back or or whatever was going on that just wasn't going right you could just go to this other place in your head yeah and now with social media it's so easy to see yourself in that way well into adulthood and i think that's what a lot of people are doing and like kind of love it <laughs> i love it hardcore i i've been getting more into tiktok like i was a big instagram person but i've been getting more into it and now i've been noticing that the algorithm really puts you in a certain place because you were saying have you seen these and i was like i haven't seen these but to be honest my algorithm is all about like feminist women tearing down misogynist men yeah and i just watch or taylor swift content so i'm just same thing Like, just really like Drew Affalo, I think is her last name, just like tearing men down. I'm like, yes, another one. <laughs> the algorithm on TikTok really knows who you are. They really know what you want. It's yeah. pretty impressive. And you don't even have to follow anybody. I don't follow like anybody. Yeah. It just shows you stuff. It just shows you stuff. <laughs> I wanted to show you some of them, Brianna. And, yeah. you know, if you're watching this on YouTube, you'll be able to see it, right? That's how that works. Absolutely. So I know I sent some with that that voiceover over it. Yes. Because people have used this sound so many times to make their own videos. And it's just a highlight reel, as you said, yeah. of them like really doing it. And if you watch enough of these, you're going to write a bucket list. <laughs> you just I, – I don't make the rules. If you watch more than eight of these in a row, I hope you didn't have plans tonight because you're buying a journal. Do you know what I mean? Yes. So that's what I want to show you. 
You have to start romanticizing your life. You have to start thinking of yourself as the main character. Because if you don't, life will continue to pass you by. You might go crazy. And all the little things that make it so beautiful will continue to go unnoticed. So take a second and look around and realize that it's a blessing for you to be here right now. You know what's crazy about this video, too? It doesn't even have that many views or likes for TikTok. Oh, my gosh, This is, right? like, a gorgeous video. Doesn't have that much engagement for so something well like this. What, this. This girl is, like, it's her hiking in the clouds. <laughs> it's her floating in the clearest water I've ever seen. It's It's her on the most beautiful beach. Yeah. I could ever imagine. I've been working in therapy on creating a safe place in my head to go to. Not even a main character thing, just a safe place to go to when I'm panicking and I don't have a real place <laughs> that I can draw from. Yes, right. Because everywhere has been compromised. <laughs> so I now have to construct. I have to do some world building. <laughs> I have to get back to my roots as an aspiring YA novelist. There we go. And create a place in my head to go to to feel safe. The beach she goes to in this video with, like, the sunset and it's reflecting. I, I can't. I can't. And it's also hard because you watch these videos and you're like, I want to go do that. And then you're also like, I want to I want to make a video like this <laughs> if I go do it. Yeah. But that's going to ruin the thing. But then you also want to remember it and you want to show people and you want to help people experience it. But it does take away from you experiencing it. Yeah. There's something to be said for that. Like, you can't take any videos or pictures at a Broadway show. You can't right. do it. They won't let you. Does that make it easier to be present? Probably. You were fully And if immersed. you go hike in the clouds, what are you going to do? Not get a photo? <laughs> you have to. We. I wonder, here's an app that I'm pitching. Nobody take this. <laughs> unless you have the resources to do it. In which case, please do it. We should make an app that if you install it on your phone, it it makes your phone just like shut off after you take a certain amount of photos at a location. You know what I mean? You know how your phone like can tell you where you parked now? Your phone should be able to go, we just saw you arrived at the Taj Mahal. Why are you coming for me so hard right you now? You get six photos and then you just have to be there, bitch. So you take your six photos and then your phone just shuts off for like two hours. You came for me really hard. I yeah. had to deal with a lot of emotions right then because <laughs> I am that person. It's like, I'm going to take 1000 pictures of yeah. the sunset. I just needed the. Yeah, you're right. You're right. As yeah. always. <laughs> yeah. I will say Sam is older than me, but he's not old. Mm -hmm. He takes so many photos and so many videos of us that will never get posted or be seen by anybody. And like when we first started dating, I'm like, why are you taking these? <laughs> He's like, it's just for me. He's like, you'll be happy we have these when we're on the road. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, I that's the biggest age difference I've seen that he still like he's still in a place where he can take photos for enjoyment mm -hmm. without going, oh, we'll post that like. I don't do that really. 
And I think I've gotten better at it since we started dating. That's insane. I take so many pictures that just like live on my phone that I don't like. That die on your phone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're right. I don't need a thousand pictures of sunsets. Okay. Yeah. You're sucking the soul out of this sunset, trying to capture it <laughs> in the seashell necklace that is your phone instead of just enjoying the music. <laughs> this is a little mermaid metaphor. Is it coming through? Kind of. Not 100% because really. I did just recently rewatch the original. Really? I haven't watched it since How I was a kid. Up? I was like, this is nice. It's like a warm hug. I mean, the music's so good. Yeah. I, I have my I gotta things. watch a Disney show. I gotta watch a Disney movie. Yeah. That's the only reason you, I want to have kids sometimes. So I'm like, I, that's, that is mm, it. My <laughs> nieces, I was like, oh, good. I'll get to like, we'll watch these. And she's like, I want to watch Frozen. And I was like, but you like this one too and she's like uh i want to watch frozen <laughs> right well frozen is I, I don't know if kids now are i wonder if they look at the animation we grew up with and are just like Ugh. i think so do they at like young kids because it wasn't holding her attention weird they're like, like it's so flat why are <laughs> why are their heads not more bulbous <laughs> like the shadow work on this not great it's not <laughs> right that is so weird yeah so I mean, when you're a kid, you just think you're a Disney princess. You just think you're, you know, at worst, you think you're a toy that comes to life in someone's <laughs> room. You know, you just really are able to to live out your dreams you're through Disney character. movies. You yeah. really are. Yes. The main character. Let's watch another one because I Perfect. there are so many. I sent you so many. We won't watch all of them, obviously. Is this a New York one? No, this is somewhere. This one might just be music. This is also a sound that people do a lot of, like, aesthetic videos over. Oh, it's that was so romantic. Isn't that so relaxing? Yeah. It's, there's no talking. There's nothing except that song and then just a series of, like, short videos of their life with the same filter on it. It's so nice. So nice. It's the video equivalent of a photo dump on yeah. Instagram. I just got a thought, though. I was like, I'm sorry, but sometimes this stuff can be silly, but sometimes this stuff is art. Sometimes yes. it's like it's the new age version of this stuff. Sure. But like putting together a slideshow and like coloring them and putting the music on like it's this version. Like, yes, it can be silly at times. But like I watched that and I was just like it made me like took me to like Paris for a second. Yeah, it's a little vignette. Yeah, it's so nice. And what you were talking about earlier about how people, you know, you're not just looking at other people's lives going, oh, my gosh, I wish I had that. They're looking at your life thinking that, too. And that is so important to remember. But it's not just like people with these insane lives that I do that with. I mean, I see videos of people who are do a video every day of like, here's a day in my life living in a cabin in the woods over here working from home. And it's like the same video over and over. It's just different mugs they're using <laughs> and like different shots of the sunset and like their cat eating. And I I romanticize that because I don't have that. I don't have that stability and that consistency in my life. I, I romanticize having an office. Like I, I romanticize, you romanticize everything you don't have and every life you are not living. And I do like that trend that we watched earlier where they're saying you have to start romanticizing your own life. 
because it is a really good reminder to look at your own life that way. Mm-hmm. Like, I know I sound so basic right now. Nothing has distracted me from my own panic, terror, existential dread, like in terms of social media account, like TikTok has. It feels much more like an experience. It mm-hmm. feels more like personal. Yeah. It's just more engaging. You know, I mean, I used to read like blogs when I was in middle school and high school right. or like look at Tumblr pages. And it's just a, the newest version of any of that. But that's what I love about the Internet. I love that there are so many people capturing like moments of their own lives and like letting you peek into how they're living. And, and you can kind of just adopt things from everybody else like Here's oh here's my tears of joy for this week. Should we do segments at the end, or no, can we do them whenever? Whenever it strikes, we, we make the rules here. <laughs> so our tears of joy segment: a moment you wanted to weep, you were so happy. This week, I got a Christmas tree for my New York apartment. I gotta say, one thing I love about New York is how early you all start decorating for Christmas. It is the shit. I love it. It's so fun walking around in it. Mm -hmm. I'm really looking forward to being here for that. I got a Christmas tree. I actually ordered two Christmas trees from Target. But one said it wasn't going to be here soon. And the other one, for some reason, was same-day delivery. So I I got one same-day delivered. And then I couldn't cancel the other one. (laughs) So I have a second tree coming. (laughs) I don't know where it's going to – I don't know where we can put that. I, but I also don't know how to return it because I don't have a car here. How am I supposed to return it? You can't return anything big here. Like I've already anticipated like if I move, if I leave New York, all the furniture I bought, I hope the next person likes it because I'm not going to take it anywhere. Where would I take it? There's nowhere to put unless I move somewhere else in the city. There's like a couple things where I'm like, I would ship this back to wherever I move. But like abandoned ship. Yeah. Abandoned ship. But I put up my Christmas tree. I then went to Target and got like a couple little battery powered light up glass trees for different places in the apartment. I got a little battery powered menorah because I have a Jewish partner. Yes. And I wanted to be respectful of that. He was like, cool. Like he didn't think it was like amazing or anything. I'm like, but I got one. He's like, that was nice. I'm like, I this wasn't for me. I don't care about this. He's like, oh, no, the tree is nice. I'm like, you can't react to both things the same way. Look at how many lights are on my Christmas tree. Look at how many lights are on your menorah. Who do we think wins? I I love Christmas so much. And once I put the tree up, I'm not even done decorating it. I put the tree up. I put those tiny little decorations up. I don't go crazy with the Christmas decorations, but when I started decorating for Christmas in apartments that I lived in, I will leave a Christmas tree up until mid-January. I'll leave it up till Valentine's Day, probably. Yeah, yeah. I'm a I'm a February type girl. Oh, my God. It's so nice. Mm-hmm. I'm like, can I just leave this up all the time, but take all the ornaments <laughs> off? Yes. Does that make it like an all-year tree? I do know. I don't know people, but I know of... People who know people who do that. Yeah, is that weird? I don't think so. I, I don't do think that. so. I have a question for you, though, because yes. I literally said this to Matt when we were walking home last night. I said, 
what is it about specifically Christmas lights that make me so happy? Mm -hmm. I don't get it Mm -hmm. because just like you in New York, like seeing them wrapped around the trees, seeing like the arches they put in the doorways of the buildings. I'm like, instantly romanticizing it is like it's christmas it's time like yeah. it's the holidays i i love it so much <laughs> i'm getting like lights. angry we're getting angry emotional sad we're feeling everything we're like, i just love christmas more than anything <laughs> it's so nice and there's nothing more depressing than like february and march when it's just cold and there's no holiday the yes. worst. Pretty bad. And you have to just hope you set a goal strong enough <laughs> at New Year's to get you through it. That just dead air period of the year before springtime. Yeah. Oh, the worst. worst. But that was my tears of joy moment this week is decorating for Christmas and Love like it. being in an apartment where the only lights on are the Christmas tree. Yes. It's so nice. It's, a it's the easiest time of the year to romanticize your life. You're absolutely yeah. right. You're absolutely right. And I did want to show you some examples, too, of videos that I watched about New York specifically. Oh, yes. Because those really did help. me. I mean, I'm, I kid you not, I was binging those for like the first month I was here oh. because I was so scared to hate it here. Like, and I don't hate it here. I'm pleasantly surprised. It's hard, but I do like it. But I was really scared I was going to hate it. And I was scared that if I was out here for like three weeks at a time, I was really going to struggle. And look, I have. This podcast is the direct result of that struggle. (laughs) But it's also been really fun and really rewarding and had some very high moments. And, you know, that that initial anxiety I had surrounding being here, this helped me get pumped for it. This helped me like get excited, not just scared to come here. This is another one that's just like a little vignette of... It's a POV. I love it. Love a POV. Look at this. I know. I'm like, what does your dad do that you can afford? Although these videos are so short and small. You're like, I don't know how small this apartment is. Maybe it's really tiny (laughs) and shitty. You never get to see the back. You never get to see it. You just get to see the window. But look how nice this is. This is POV watching a rainstorm in New York City. That's, uh, it That makes you want it t- to, to rain. rain. <laughs> That's so stupid. Be bad weather. Be, yeah. <laughs> That's so stupid. <laughs> it's, it's irresponsible is what it is. But I love it. It's like when you go through a breakup and you watch a movie about heartbreak if there's like some pilot on yeah, yeah it's just like the wallowing is so like <laughs> oh it feels good it's like comforting and warm yeah. i love it uh this is how i feel every time the first time it snows here mm. because i'm i'm usually inside yeah and so i'm like oh it's so pretty looking out the window and then immediately you hate it as soon as you're in it <laughs> yeah 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 no i want to i want to stay inside and go nowhere <laughs> i hate that you have to dress for cold weather here I I had it walking here where I'm like, it's going to be dark when I leave tonight. It's going to be way colder than it is in the sun. But in the sun, I'm like shedding layers. And then tonight I won't have enough layers, I'm sure. it's I have to wear a beanie, so my hair's always dirty. (laughs) It's And then you walk into a store and it's you're like soaking wet with sweat. (laughs) 
Does it make sense? It's so, I'm like, well, can we just keep it kind of chilly everywhere (laughs) if we're going to dress for that? Because going into any, like, you can't, again, we can't dress cute. No. How am I supposed to feel like the main character if I can't dress cute? (laughs) I just have to fucking wait. (laughs) Oh, my God. It really sucks. One thing that I did read in this Guardian article that I thought was interesting was, Psychologists say this trend, this hashtag main character trend has gained momentum because lockdown and feelings of isolation that came with the pandemic have created a gap once plugged by social connection. Mm. So I do think this is really interesting that the like there is a lot that feels like there before and after the pandemic. Yeah. Like, I still can't believe we're, like, kind of through it. It's, like, nuts to me because that felt, like, so long. Yeah. Before the pandemic feels like a different lifetime. It feels... 100%. Absolutely crazy. But I thought this was really interesting. Uh, Eddie Brummelman, an assistant professor at the University of Amsterdam who specializes in child development, says the recent prominence of the main character trend can be viewed as a natural consequence of the past year. We know the pandemic has caused people to feel nostalgic, lonely, and helpless, especially young people, because they've been deprived of so many significant parts of their lives, especially social parts. Creating a story around you may be a way of filling that gap or taking away that lonely feeling. Imagining yourself as a protagonist not only gives you a sense of agency that has been taken away due to the pandemic, but also this feeling that other people are watching you or care about what's happening in your story. Ooh, that's really good. Yeah. Really good. Olivia Yollop, author of the book Break the Internet, says that the trend is a means of repositioning and recontextualizing your identity to feel more empowered and to become the center of your own story. Yeah. Becoming your own protagonist speaks to the way that younger generations uh, self-narrativize, particularly given the tools at their disposal, a front-facing camera. Yes. My niece graduated during COVID high school, but didn't get to go do the thing, you know? Yeah. Didn't have her prom, didn't have the things that everybody, most people, I assume, get to have some of these big life moments. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, again, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. Like, I think it's so easy to look at this and make fun of it and be like, okay, really? Like... Even you look at, like, all these, I say kids, they're my age. Like, you see people, like, lip-syncing songs in just, like, a cute outfit online. And you're like, what is this? (laughs) At first, and you're like, they're just doing what we've been doing in private for years. Are we all pretending like we haven't been doing that for years? We used to have to wait for Cameron Diaz to make a romantic comedy. (laughs) Where she could sing into a hairbrush. We had to wait for that. And now people are doing it every day on TikTok. And it is cathartic. All right? This is what we're all doing, isn't it? (laughs) Have you ever had a moment where you remembered you could do that? Yeah. You you can do that under your mask if you wear it outside. You want to walk down the street (laughs) listening to something and lip syncing it? You can do that under your mask. It's... Awesome. Oh, okay. Here's my self-checkout. Yes. Here's my self-checkout segment for this week. Self-checkout is a moment you took to take care of yourself, 
how you checked out this week. Mm-hmm. Just a, you needed a moment. This is how you did it. This is, this is what I've been doing when I get really depressed. I don't know if I talked about this on the first episode. If you are sad, particularly if you live in a big city and you drive a lot or you walk a lot or whatever, um, I recommend listening to the Parent Trap soundtrack from 1998. Have I talked about this? I can't believe I haven't. It's No, it's, but of course. Let me make sure it's 1998. Guys, again, I can only speak as a 20-something white woman. <laughs> if you are sad and you feel lonely and you want to feel like you're the main character, yes. the Parent Trap soundtrack, 1998, is so good. <laughs> this is a foolproof, a foolproof coping mechanism that I have found in my personal life. Try it. If you're sitting there going, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard, a soundtrack tailor, yes. You're welcome, by the way. Nothing has pulled me out of a depression like this soundtrack has. And you know why I started listening to it? Because me and my friend Irene, Irene too, a very funny comedian, rewatched The Parent Trap oh, yeah. over the summer, I think. Maybe it was a year ago. It was during the pandemic. We rewatched The Parent Trap and it was so good. It's so good. It really holds up. Yeah. The Lindsay Lohan one, so yeah. good. And you're also like, Lindsay Lohan was so good at acting. Oh, yeah. It's it's so good. And like, I've, I've just had moments in this city in the last month where I was like just really feeling like beaten down, feeling very isolated. And if you get a warm drink and you walk around listening to the Parent Trap 1998 soundtrack on a loop, I'm not saying it's going to fix everything. <laughs> it's certainly not going to make anything worse. Oh, no. I, I would be very surprised if I got any feedback on social media over email, oh, yeah. sad in the city pod at gmail.com that challenges me on this. I've never been more confident about anything in my life. And I'm not like a music person who's like, this album will change your life. Obviously, <laughs> I'm suggesting a soundtrack <laughs> for like a Disney film that came out when I was five. <laughs> but I'm telling you, it's great. Try it. I'm pretty sure you just changed my life. I'm. Brianna, if, I haven't tried if this, this does but... nothing for anyone but you, that will be enough for me. <laughs> uh, love the movie. Rewatched it recently because it got Disney Plus and it was on oh, yeah. there. I was like, well, I have to rewatch this. I did it just this year. And you're right. The movie's still so good. Does everything for you it needs to do. It's like feel good. Uh, makes you believe in love. It's like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, of course. So the soundtrack is just, you just blew my mind. Oh, my God. It's so good. <laughs> I don't have divorced parents, but if you have divorced parents, <laughs> I assume it's like incredible. I really wish I'd had divorced parents. <laughs> Dead mom. So close. Um, let's see. What else? Brianna's laughing. I can't it's deal. okay. What else? Okay. What else did I send you? I know I sent you some day in the life ones. Yeah. I love the day in the life videos. This is another trend. 
that honestly I'd like to start doing. There are so many trends on TikTok that I'm like, I could probably do that, but I don't have the self-esteem to do it <laughs> because also I'm in that weird age group on TikTok where like I'm, I'm 28 now and everybody I think is my age on that app turns out to be like 23 <laughs> and it, it's you're like I'm young enough surely <laughs> but you're also like am I and it's so it's so hard to be in this in-between space but also it's whatever you want it to be and I I love watching a day in my life videos because they don't only make them about New York obviously they make them for anything they make them for jobs people go a day in my life is a intern working in fashion in Los Angeles. Like they do all that stuff, but it's the same type of like cadence. It's just different girls doing voiceover. By the way, another thing that makes TikTok so great for the main character moment, you can do voiceover. Oh yeah. On your videos? What? What is better? When you find a movie that has like great voiceover in it, there's nothing better than that. There's literally nothing better. I fucking love it. I love that that technology is at our fingertips now. I mean, anyway, so they do all these videos where it's it's what we've been watching, but they narrate it and it's very fun. (laughs) Hello and welcome to my first ever TikTok. Here's a little day in my life living and working in New York City. Decided to take my coffee out on the fire escape to have a moment, but it was way too damn cold. So that did not last long. Then I headed to an F45 hit okay, workout get class workout. I like to do in the mornings. <laughs> and then I headed back to my apartment to get ready for the day. Also, just filming your apartment day, building. I, Nordstrom campaign I mean, brave. with my assistant. No, be safe. So I got to style two fun outfits, which is always a good time. Usually my days consist of a ton of editing, answering emails, taking calls, the whole deal. Cute outfit. You are going to need a friend who will videotape you walking across then the street. I had street. a consultant Zoom call. And then here's me feeling awkward filming myself as I pretend to work. I then enjoyed the sunset up on my friend Ashley's rooftop. That's great. Sunset moment. And then went for a little motorcycle ride with my boyfriend to just kind of enjoy the city and get out and about together. I mean, the dream. Oh, wow. The dream she's living. (laughs) Yeah, like how she was real about some of that stuff. She's like, here's me pretending to work. I know. See, <laughs> the, people feel awkward doing this stuff, but they're fun to watch. Yes. They really are. Like if you're trying to get comfortable in a new city, go online. I guarantee you there are people. I've seen a lot of these that are a day in my life. I just watched one that was a girl that said like, here's a day in my life living alone and working from home in this city or country or whatever. And does that every day. She does it every day. I watched one that like blew my mind actually because you are so curious about people who have different life styles and jobs and careers and stuff and just some things you're like oh i can't imagine being a person who does this so when they do videos like this you're like oh you actually do get like a little bit of an insight and one of them was a day in my life as a sugar mom oh Oh, yeah uh sure like a sugar baby sugar baby sugar baby yeah and she just showed like what she has to do and what she has to wear and where she has to go and the things that she gets to do because of the things that she can make happen because of the money and then shows the money and it's like the gifts and i was like oh wow like i would never have seen this perspective yeah of a sugar baby i love this trend yeah i love it (laughs) i think it's so fun it's it's faster and more entertaining than reading someone's blog (laughs) 
It's so good. I love it. Love it. So there's also a lot of them that I've saved or watched are like how to spend a day alone mm. in New York City. The saddest thing to search, by the way. <laughs> the saddest thing that you could search. I've I've searched it so many times where I'm like, <laughs> what can I do alone? Not even just in New York City, but on the road too. I mean, now yes. I have Dustin with me pretty much every week. Yeah. But like so many times over the years have I written like cool things to do in Vegas alone. <laughs> Cool, cool things to do in Nashville alone. It's <laughs> this is the other side, yeah, of my glamorous life. Everybody, and everyone's like, "You really you just you travel everywhere and you get to do shows and like, wow, like is it is it really is it really that cool? No, <laughs> it's it's you in a hotel room, googling things to do." In Florida alone, how to tackle Tampa solo. <laughs> That's the other side of the pictures of me on stage waving at a theater is me in a hotel room going, hey, Google, is it weird to go to Harry Potter World by yourself? <laughs> I would do it in a... I know. So these are other, these are great videos, I think, if you're alone in a city and haven't made friends yet. One of the best things about New York City is you can have fun all by yourself. Welcome to a realistic day alone in New York City. I had to run some errands before going on vacation, so I hopped on the bus and went to go get a Brazilian wax. Y'all, this place is literally $15. You have to go. Then I went to go get my nails done in Brooklyn. I went to MC Nails, and honestly, I was kind of disappointed with what they did for what I wanted. Um, the price was way too expensive as no, well. Drop your recommendations review. in the comments okay. for good nail tech. Then I went to my favorite spot, Glow Bar, for a facial. The good. facials are literally $55 if you're a member. So affordable. Look at that glow after. They're seriously These are the just best. good tips. Look at my skin yeah. in the sunlight. Do we have prices on it? Then everything? I went to Zara to go check out the sale. Unfortunately, it was not giving what it was supposed to give, so I did not get anything. <laughs> I love Then I headed Zara. back home to Brooklyn. As you can see, there was a show on the subway, as per usual, and your girl was tired. I was not feeling it. <laughs> then I made the tomato feta <laughs> pasta and ended the night watching The Bachelorette. Good night. Again, didn't really do anything except run errands. Yeah. And yet you watch that and you're like, I could do that. That that seems like a full day. I could do that. You get my nails done. I get I get a cheap facial, and I I make pasta alone and I watch a show. That's a full day. That's you know how many people would kill to have a day alone. <laughs> Every parent. Ever. Every parent ever. And I have the audacity to be like, I'm so lonely in this beautiful city. With no one to take care of, <laughs> with no lives dependent on me, I'm I'm so sad. I'm gonna start a podcast <laughs> about how lonely I am in the most magical place on earth, with all the time in the world. I had so much time alone here. I started a podcast. <laughs> I still haven't been to the Empire State Building, but I started a podcast. Right, 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 right. <laughs> My priorities might be out of whack, is what I'm saying. <laughs> well, we are going to get you out and about. Yes. I really want to just, like, take a video of you somewhere, maybe. Have you been to the Empire State Building? I haven't. I've been to the Top of the Rock, and I've been to One World Trade. Are those uh, the better? observatories. I'm not going to lie to you. So, I have obviously haven't done Empire State Building. Uh-huh. Um, Top of the Rock is, like, nothing to like really get excited about it, except for when mm -hmm. you get up there it looks great one world observatory if you haven't done that yet 
I cannot. I've seen that on TikTok. Suggested enough. It's such an experience getting there, and then once you're there, it's a whole other experience of like wow. seeing it. I was like, I'm not much of like a crier, I would say, and I was like, you cried. I was like getting emotional on the like. Because they just talk about the history and it's so immersive. It's such an experience. It's one of those things where you go, damn, New York is cool. Where New is York it? is cool sometimes. So one world trade, um, you just yeah. you just go. I, I even got a Groupon for it. It was like $30 per person oh, per wow. ticket. I don't know what it looks like in a post-COVID world. I will say that. However, uh, I just I can't recommend it enough. It's one of those things that just makes you go like kind of like a Broadway experience where you're mm-hmm. just so immersed and it's such an experience and it's so weird and different. Love it. Okay. Yeah. And it's not like you're outside. You're inside, but you get 360 degree views of everything. Um, but I haven't done Empire State Building. and I really do want to do that. Uh but like not last year, but the year before was the first time I like went and saw Rockefeller tree and like, Oh yeah. The lights and everything. Yeah. Is that overrated? Um, it's, it's nice, but I was, I was just like crammed up with people and I was like, get get off of me. (laughs) Right. It just seems like a lot, but you could go see it. Are there like, Less trafficy times to go see it. Yeah, maybe you don't do what I did, which was right after work. So like a six thirty, oh yeah, six thirty on like a Friday, which is a horrible time. Yeah, anything probably like after nine p.m. is like right, like nine on a Tuesday. Yes, maybe yes. that's when you go look at the tree. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's still cool to see. And like then there's like the window displays. Like I always go to Macy's every year. I just walk by and like see what the window displays are. It's like part of the city. It's part of what they do for the holidays. So. Yeah. yeah yeah it's definitely worth it um it's cool it's like a cute little thing to do but just be smart yeah i mean look new york is very isolating it, new york city can be very isolating but if you're gonna be isolated anywhere probably the best place to be isolated yeah i mean right yeah like i don't know we could also we could probably do a segment on this called like i would live there which oh, yeah. would be easy with the tour schedule that I have because, for example, D.C., which I keep referencing, but we went to recently, I would totally move to D.C. I really like D.C. a lot. I did, too. I only stopped there for like two days. Yeah. On same. a trip down to Florida, which Florida was like, blah. But I was like, let's go back to D.C. <laughs> yeah. And even like comedy wise, I think they have like. A good amount of like rooms and clubs. Like, I could absolutely see myself living in DC. I probably never will, but it's fun to have the job that I have and go to all these different cities, and in some have completely different experiences where you're like, I would never live here. This was awful. The show was great. <laughs> this city's terrible. And then go to some place where you're like, Oh my gosh, I wish I was staying here longer. Right. I wish I was doing more shows here. I wish I could just stay another <laughs> few days. Because people will send me recommendations of stuff to do and there's just not enough time always. And I've been yeah. really making an effort to go do stuff when I'm there for like an hour. Sure. And we'll talk more about that, I'm sure, on <laughs> other episodes. Um, <laughs> because I do I do think we could just do an entire episode on like the where I was the weekend before so easily. It's Oh yeah. Yeah. It's a lot. Big time. I have those like I would live there things, um, for like 
it might be weird, but places I haven't really been to, mm-hmm. I may have passed through, but I just see something and I'm like, oh, wow, that looks so nice. I could live there. Yes. Oh, <laughs> same. That's like that list we read on the first episode. Yeah. The, the, all the different types of moves you make in your 20s. Right. And one of them was that building is so pretty. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's the same. Like this, this neighborhood's so cute. So cute. Yeah. We were in Atlanta pretty recently. I would move to Atlanta. I was like, I didn't know how cool Atlanta was because I hadn't been there that much. Right. And I got coffee with uh, Fred Savage, name drop, because (laughs) he, I worked with him on a show before, and so he was there working on Wonder Years, and so we got coffee, and he was like in a really cute neighborhood while he's there filming and he's like oh yeah he's like this neighborhood's so cute like people know each other like i was like oh my god like this is the type of place that you go to where you're like i could build a life anywhere i could i could go anywhere (laughs) and it's important to like even if you only see those places on social media i think having that freedom in your head is really important even if you never move anywhere (laughs) knowing that it's possible right can like weirdly do wonders for your mental health. 100%. When things get really tough where you are, you're like, I don't have to stay here. Yes. I could actually change things up. Yeah. It's a lot of New England things. I um, Oh, yeah. Uh, we went to Salem, but we stayed in, uh, I don't remember the name, but we stayed in a, in a town that was like adjacent. So we weren't in Salem. I was like, this is by far the cutest place I've ever seen. It was like a house up on a hill overlooking like the water with all the boats in it. And it was just like the sunset. And it was a sister's weekend. So I was having a great time and like just with family. And I was like, I could live here. Yeah. (laughs) I was there for one and a half days. One and a half days. You have no idea. (laughs) Did you even get on Zillow to see how much houses were? (laughs) No, that just is depressing. I know. Oh, my God. Yeah, let's watch this one. This is a day in my life in New York City. I woke up at 6.30 today because I have a meeting at 7 a.m. I mean, that apartment's insane. some breakfast and got ready. And after my When people make their own matcha and it looks that good, I feel like such trash. So I opened up some PR packages. This is one of the best PR packages I've ever received. This person works in PR, I guess. This is from Caseify. And then I worked on some slides, and after five, I got ready for an event. A lot of these people work in, like, advertising or social media, and so you're like, well, obviously you're great at this. Absolutely (laughs) amazing. Oh, this is another one I want to go see and do. It was so much fun. I'm also terrified. Oh, yeah, what's this? this It's the newest, like, one. We also got to try this super cool elevator and ended our night with a toast. Oh my gosh, we should definitely go do that. I would love to. It's Summit at One Vanderbilt. Um, it's like the newest thing that's out. And like all of the New York City-based influencers I follow on Instagram got to go. Oh, that's... Um, and yeah. like experience it and talk about it. So for like two or three days, it was just constant that. But like it wow. looks incredible. Yeah, the it's views. one of those things where like, again, you want to cringe <laughs> at influencers and stuff. But that place looks cool. Like, looks how really much cool. is it? Did you look it up? Nah, those things t- scare me. I know. I just, I'm I, curious. What is it called? Um, I think it's Summit at One. Summit at One. I'm so curious. Oh, yeah. Because you're like, you can't charge that much for a view, can you? But it's New York, so. And it's a brand new attraction. Yeah, let's see. Okay. It says it's $40. Oh, that's not bad. It's not horrific. 
I'm sure other people are like, you know, you can see everything from this place that's free. <laughs> it's like, yeah, oh, but this is. It's that building. Oh, my God. I see this building from my apartment. I didn't that know That looks that like was. every building to me. Yeah. Whenever someone's like, this, it's this building. I'm like, I don't. <laughs> I got no idea. Oh, my God. This looks insane. It does. Yeah. This okay. looks crazy. This could be another thing to experience. Somebody proposing up there. I mean, yeah. Oh, well, for sure. That is How can you say wild. no? When Some of these pictures they got up there are nuts. Yeah. This is this is this podcast is just Brianna and I becoming influencers. <laughs> that's really that's really what we're trying to do here. Oh, uh, yeah, sure. I had to restart my Instagram because my Facebook and Instagram were connected mm-hmm. and then my Facebook got hacked. Oh no. And shut down. And I couldn't, I can't get it back. It's like, it's, it's gone. And I only ever used Facebook for the memories and to remind myself of my family's birthdays. Right. But I used my Instagram all the time. So I literally had to like shut, shut it all down. I just started another one out of spite because I was like, I can't not be on Instagram. Right. Um, And it's really depressing because it's like 30 followers. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) You don't, I'm not that person at all. Even before my thing got shut down, I only had like 300. It's just my family and friends like, right. or colleagues and stuff. But I was like, 30? Who is she? Like ah! a two-year-old? Like she doesn't have any followers. Did this even have a two-year-old? <laughs> is it? What are you for? <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. I mean, there are a lot of babies weird. with big followings. That's the creepiest thing to me. Cats and dogs too? When ad- oh my oh. gosh. When adults make accounts, I, it makes more sense with a dog. Sure, than an actual child. Than like, an actual child? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's weird. I mean, that's the new version of a trust fund is like, we started an Instagram <laughs> account for you. You're up to you have three a million. million followers. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. That's, I mean, look. Yeah. <sighs> Too much. Too okay. much. I mean, we peppered some segments throughout that one. Yes. How do we feel? How do we feel about that? That, I, that structure. I love it. I love the first few episodes of anything because you're just finding yes. it. Yes. Finding it together. Um, Panning I, this gold. I love the topic and talking of today, make, the main character, and it, honestly, cheesy, but maybe try it. Maybe try listening to a certain soundtrack from 1998 that you really gets you. Please do. Email us at sadinthecitypod at gmail.com. Find me on Instagram. Find the pod on Instagram. At Taylor Tomlinson, at Sad in the City Pod. Let me know, like, main character moments you had, because it'll help me find my own. Yes. Because I have a lot of trouble doing it for myself. And I have friends who are really good at it. One of my siblings is really good at it. Like, (laughs) some people are just really good at it. And they're not even trying. They're not even walking around like I am, like, cringy McCringerson. (laughs) Going like, how do I feel like the main character today? They just do it. They just are that. Yeah. Like, my my sister is like that where she just like, she just appreciates everything, experiences everything, and like, makes every moment really lovely. And like, I just, it's what I want. She's everything I want to be in a oh. person. She's like cool. Yeah. And like, self-assured and like forgiving and stylish she's literally everything i want to be myself and i don't have that naturally (laughs) and if you don't have it naturally either when you do have those moments that you feel that way like i do when i'm drinking a hot matcha and listening 
to the Parent Trap soundtrack in Central Park. I I make no I make no apologies for no. who I am and how I do things. But send me send me yours because I would love to read them on the podcast and just in my own personal life because <laughs> even just like you know I did that earlier where I I put on Instagram who's had a big move yeah and regretted it or loved it. And people don't have a ton of space in that little question and answer box on Instagram to answer these questions. Mm -hmm. So they really only have enough time to be like, here's where I moved and whether I love it or hate it. I I would love to hear more about yeah. it because it'll make me feel better and and hopefully help me become the person I want to be. Send those emails in to sadcitypod yeah. gmail because, yeah, you can like. And as the episodes go on, we'll ask for specific things, but I would love to be able to like learn from other people and experience. Cause as much as like the show is about you and like figuring this all out, sometimes it's just nice to take a shortcut that somebody has given you. It's like, Oh, you're going through this. Try this. Yes. You know what I mean? Cause sometimes like learning it yourself is overrated. Socks. Have you ever learned something yourself? <laughs> No, thank you. Learn it for me. <laughs> Come back. Another and name give for me this report. podcast. Learn it for me. <laughs> yes. Uh, thank you guys for listening.